it's harder to get everything going again come September, October and get this flywheel of life going again than actually just keeping maintenance going during this period. Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. Now, if you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and of course, with me, we've got Ben Sokeld. Ben, what's going on, brother? How are you? Good man. Good to be here. Fired up for another pod with Mike. Sharing some insights, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to uh, to share a story. I think it was the other day when you and I were speaking. You know, winter's upon you guys, right? Like it's starting to, to get cold down there. You guys are about to, you know, some people are about to go hibernate. And I was just thinking like back in high school when I played American football, our season ended right around October. So winter for us here in the States would be like November, December, January. And I was just thinking like back then when the season ended, you know, some guys either went straight into training to prepare for like the next season or some guys, including myself, would just, you know, completely take winter off, get into this comfortable mode because, you know, winters are harsh. The excuses are, you know, can come so quickly because it's too cold. There's so much to do. There's this, there's that. And I just kind of wanted to chat about that today, right? Like during winter time, do you have the option to either hibernate and dig yourself in a nice, comfortable hole? Or do you go out there and sort of really push yourself to dominate, you know, in the next coming season, right? You know, we're also sort of halfway through the year. There are some people now that are ready to give up on their New Year's resolutions if they haven't yet. And also like now also sort of second guessing whether they want to continue with their 2023 plans or totally scrap it. So yeah, I just kind of want to talk about either do you hibernate or do you go out there and dominate? So I'm curious, like from your end, and we talked about this sort of yesterday, right? Could you define the term hibernation in regards to like the self-growth context? Yeah, I think it's a great term that you put there, you know, hibernate or dominate. And I think, you know, going back to your sporting analogy, I do believe the best teams are created during the off-season. It's what happens in the off-season that sets us up for maximum success. And so when it comes to, you know, we're talking around here like personal development and growth and personal growth and hibernate, it's exactly like you said. Look, winter brings another layer of challenge gets darker earlier, it's colder, you know, it, it's harder. It almost feels like you need to put in an extra 20% effort to get the same sort of output that you're getting during summer. And yeah, for sure. Hibernation, I feel. Yeah, I feel hibernation. It's when you switch off, man. It's like, ah, well, I'm not operating at my best. I can't give it my best. It's winter. It's halfway through the year. You know, I'm just going to take my foot off the gas. I'm just, I'm just going to fall into some old habits and patterns. And that's what I feel hibernation is. It's not necessarily just doing one thing where it's like pulling the covers up in the morning and sleeping in. It's falling into some old habits and patterns, you know, like the TV probably goes on much earlier than it did during summer. Little vices start to come into play, you know, you probably start drinking a little bit earlier on the weekends, probably eat differently. And and I'm sure you would in winter, like I've noticed patterns in myself over the years 
you know, the difference between winter and summer is, you know, there's a lower vibrational modality that's occurring in winter. And so, you know, I fall into looking to fill the void with comfort. And so, you know, 10 years ago, you know, winter was, you know, it was more about drinking and boozing and watching TV and probably more sort of, you know, sleeping in, not training as much, not looking after my nutrition. It's easy to use the excuse, well, man, it's winter, you know, you got to switch off in winter. You got to rejuvenate. And I think you got to be very careful because I do believe that, yes, there's a level of rejuvenation that will occur during the winter season, the colder months, but it doesn't make the excuse to just hibernate. Hibernate's switching off. It's just going into exactly like you said there before, it goes into the comfort modality where you're not willing to put in the work that you have been doing for so long. And so you run a risk and the risk is you will lose quite a lot of momentum if you get stuck in that zone. Yeah, and, and I feel like for me, like, you know, this hibernation term in regards to, you know, what we're talking about here greatly affects people's, you know, motivation and productivity. Like from your experience and, you know, again, with all of the guys that you've worked with, how does this period throughout the year, like when winter comes around, like how does that affect everybody's like motivation to drive and their ability to go out there and really be productive and be able to take care of the things that they know they're supposed to be taking care of? It is tough, you know, like this morning it was three degrees and I know, you know, like it's probably someone listening in Tasmania, some of the brothers in Tasmania going, shut up, man, it's like summer, <laughs> you know, but it's in context of living in Sydney, like three degrees, fuck man, like it's cold. And so, you know, when the alarm goes off in the morning and you're rugged up, you're under all your covers, you're warm, you feel safe, you feel comfortable. The last thing you want to be doing is getting out of bed, getting changed into your training gear and getting out there. And so it, it can create a level of excuses that normally doesn't require as much effort to bust through. So it's, it's easy to, it's just too cold today to train. Today's my day off. I'll take my day off. But then the next day will be three or four degrees. And the next day, you know, it'll be the same. And it's like, well, where do you draw the line in this? It's also too, man, like it's dark. There's not a lot going on at 5 a.m. or 4.45 a.m. during winter, you know. And also too, you know, if, if your sports or exercise that requires light, you know, mountain biking, surfing, some of these things, like I remember when I, I surfed a lot, like winter became a pretty challenging time of year to stay really motivated, except the beauty of winter was less crowds, you get offshore winds and the surf tended to be bigger, but you know, like you couldn't get out there before the break of dawn just because of the way the elements are set. So there are all those pieces that I think create resistance towards us and, you know, I'm a big believer in how you start your day is how you finish your day. And so if you're pushing through the alarms, you're staying in bed, you're not doing anything, you're getting up, you're feeling tired, you're feeling groggy, you fill yourself up with caffeine, you know, that might last a little bit through the morning. But for the rest of the day, man, you're playing catch up. You know, you miss out on all your daily disciplines. You probably don't meditate at that point. Can't be fucked meditating, can't be bothered journaling. It's too cold to have the cold shower. And all these disciplines that when you stack them together, create the energy, the drive, the motivation, the ambition, the connection, the fulfillment, all this stuff ties in with these specific what we call daily disciplines. When you start dropping those, 
that's when we start to head into a difficult space. And through that time, I've been the guy who's found himself in that modality and I've just used the excuse, well, it's winter. That's why I feel like crap. It's winter. That's why you know, I'm not operating at, at the capacity I should be operating at. And then we've got the other excuse here in Australia because of the way that our calendar runs is, you know, we're mid-year. So it's like, oh, well, you know, it's like, as you said, the start of the year, we have all these ambitions. We get to the middle of the year. Well, fuck it. It's winter. Dial back. Not really hitting the goals that I was setting out to hit. I'll deal with those. We'll deal with those in the next couple of months. This is where I just sit back and do nothing. And I've just seen it. Like It's not an uncommon story at this stage where a lot of people sort of go into not necessarily a shutdown period, but definitely a lower motivation, lower drive, falling into old habits and patterns. And then they tell themselves, well, I'll deal with it when we head back into spring, like September, October. And then everyone's like, especially from a physical point of view, oh man, you know, I've got to fucking get, drop all this weight and get back into my, you know, my optimum health and fitness and get my abs back and get, you know, get ripped for summer. That they're behind the ball by the time they you know, really get on top of it. It's the new year. We're into 2024. So I really think this period now, for two reasons, is a very special time of year. One, for like we just talked about in terms of, well, this is an opportunity to recalibrate. It's time to like think, hey man, it's half time. So you got to reassess, have a look. How did you go in the first half of this year? If you missed everything and you fell apart and all that, well, now's a good time for a reset. You kick that off, you know, July 1, Let's get after it. Treat it almost like Jan 1. Like, Don't wait till January 1, 2024 to start re-implementing opportunities for growth, et cetera. It's like, let's do it now. And then the second part is, as much as it's challenging in winter, I feel it's this stuff that makes summer feel way more exciting and you get even higher like ROI and efficiencies if when I can manage through these challenging, you know, where it's cold, it's dark, and it's kind of makes it harder. I've got to put in 30% more effort. Man, when it comes to spring and summer, dude, it's like all of a sudden you're like, you go up a level. And I think you can really tap into it during this period. That's what excites me about this period of time. And I think for me, I totally agree with you. Like the off season, you know, is the most important, most sort of crucial, right? Because at the end of the day, like especially right around now for you guys, is it's winter and the next thing you know, most people that will push it back end up pushing it, you know, the rest of their year over to twenty twenty four because right after winter it's it's gonna be Christmas season now, right? And most people will sort of just kinda of give up. But for me, it's like now is really that that key moment where you set yourself like what you do now in the next sort of three months, you are essentially setting yourself up for what is going to how your ball is going to roll over into 2024. Because if you take your foot off the pedal now, what do you think is going to happen come holiday season where all the, you know, everybody's meeting up, everybody's gathering together? Like, you're not going to want to push yourself at, you know, then. Cause now it's like, well, no, it's time to relax. Holiday season's around. I want to spend more time with family. I want to spend more time with friends. I'll take care of that in 2024. And we hear guys say that all the time. So for me, like now, the moments when you don't want to do something ends up being the most crucial in how you end up playing the game. Absolutely, man. And for me, and I'm curious, like how you maintain your momentum during these winter months. Like what are some of the things that you do to be able to make sure that you, you know, stay at that level? So it's funny, just on a side note here, like you're talking about, you know, oh, it's winter, 
I take my foot off the pedal. I slow down, you know, like it's it's time to rejuvenate, you know, it's we sleep in. We're not designed to push through all that sort of stuff, right? So we can use a lot of excuses over winter. And then we roll around. It's like September, October. Things start warming up and you're like, well, we're near the end of the year. So, ah, fuck it. We may as well just cruise through to the end of the year, you know, like not going to make any big radical changes now. And then the new year strikes and then you're like, all right, you know, I'm going to make a big change here. And by March, you're falling back again. You're literally giving yourself January. And even then, you know, it's, it's holiday season. So you really don't kick off till, and I, I've seen, again, like this is from examples of myself, like watching my own modality, but also too, you know, with men we've worked with and spoken with in the past, you know, you start mid-Jan, you're done by March because you're like, well, it's not working. It's too hard, et cetera. Where's this momentum coming from? Like, where are you actually going to step up to the game and actually just consistently put in the work. And I think that's where this playing the game that most are playing is broken. And so one of the things I do, like, as you said, like, what do I do during winter? Man, like one of the things I do throughout the whole year, but this started two years ago at this specific time as we went into winter, was a challenge with a brother to go cold showers only through winter. Don't do it. Like we've just been through summer cold showers, yeah, they have a bit of sting only because of the relative, you know, coolness of the water versus the outdoor temperature. But in winter, man, like these things bite, you know, like there's there's not a lot of excitement that comes out of a cold shower. And it's so for me, I'm like, I push myself through this time. It's just cold showers only. Cold showers at night, cold showers in the morning. And I'm saying not even having a warm shower before having the cold shower. Like it's just doing straight cold shower the whole time because it's building my resilience in my mind to go into the discomfort of it. The other thing I do during this period is I uphold and maintain my training regime. So I train CrossFit six days a week. And even though it's winter and I think, ah, you know, like maybe back it off and do four days and two days stretching, et cetera. I'm like, no, it's, this is the time, man. Like that's just an excuse. I'm just saying, cause it's cold, it's hard, et cetera. So I maintain that. I also maintain my nutrition through this time. So just because it's winter doesn't mean I should be eating shit. I make sure that I keep a strict nutritional foundation set up that I run on a day-to-day basis. And then I include, you know, like my journaling, my meditation practices, etc. Like to be honest, man, like as I think about this, it's not a lot that changes in my world during winter versus summer. I would say the only thing is in the evenings because it gets darker earlier our activities might change. Instead of being an outdoor activity with the kids, it'd be an indoor activity. Nothing really changes, man. Like I still go to bed at the same time. I'm still doing, you know, the cold showers, the training, et cetera, nutrition, meditation, journaling. Like I still follow my set of disciplines throughout this period. And that's, for me, it's about exactly the word you used before, which is about momentum. Like why would I want to change it? Why would I want to slow down? And then I've got to put in more effort to get this thing moving again. I'm like, let's just keep it moving. Like we've got good momentum right now. It's working. Yes, it requires a little bit more input in winter. Like cold showers require a little bit more fucking mental energy. Training requires a little bit more mental energy, but I design my environment specifically for it so that I can at least make it as efficient and effective as possible, even though it's darker, colder, and there's a little bit more heaviness around it. But to answer your question, I don't change a lot through this period. I maintain what I've been doing. And you know, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about grit, right? And we're constantly talking about, 
you know, making sure that you have progress and you're making progress, right? I'm curious, like from your end, you know, how or what can individuals do and some of the guys out there can do to really maintain that consistency and more importantly, that discipline to continually focus and make that progress in their goals and the things that they've set back in like January. Because like I said earlier, right now it's crucial time. You're halfway through the year. Some guys are going to want to give up because the first six months didn't necessarily go according to plan or they're right now they might be facing some challenges and a lot of guys will give up, right? Like I think for me, you know, when winter comes around, it's quote unquote so much more acceptable to be able to give up on the things that you try to accomplish. Because again, the excuses, there's a lot more acceptable excuses that you can throw at people and those go, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? But like, what can guys do to be able to maintain that consistency? And again, more importantly, that discipline throughout this winter to make sure that they push forward, make progress so that they can achieve the goals that they want to achieve. So that again, come 2024, they're ready, they're rolling and things are going smooth. Yeah. Like the first thing I'd be looking at is a recalibration and looking at it going, all right, this is an opportunity to reset. Like come mid-year, you got the opportunity to reset up. So go back and do, you know, take some time to review what's gone down in the past six months. What did you feel worked? What didn't work? You know, maybe in terms of your habits, traits, behaviors, all those sorts of things and your goals and then go, okay, what am I going to do differently into this second half? So that don't wait till, you know, July 1 to make this decision. Don't wait till August or September. Like actually think of, hey, it's July 1 coming up. Let's treat it like a new year. Like let's treat it like this is day one of a new year. So what are you going to do come July 1 that's going to make the second half better than the first half? Because now you've got the beauty of this time of year is you've got data behind you, six months of data and information that has shown you what's worked, what hasn't worked, where have triggers come up, where have things where you've fallen off the wagon, et cetera, and going, okay, I can reset here, man. I don't have to wait till Jan 1, 2024. I can actually come into this with a strong set of goals, intentions, behaviors, traits, characteristics, and kick off July 1 and smash it out of the park for the second half. The other thing that I think is important at this time of the year as well in terms of consistency is it's being able to stay committed to the path. You know, like, yes, it will require, like I said, anywhere between 10% up to 30% more effort to do the things you were doing earlier on in the year. And that's okay. So if you can get your head around, okay, it's just, of course, it's going to hurt a little bit more. Of course, the cold showers are going to require a bit more mental, you know, grit and resilience to make them happen. But that doesn't mean stop. It just means know it, acknowledge it and step into it. I think too, rather than, you know, copping out and just stopping everything and saying, well, fuck, it's too hard. It doesn't work. Is giving yourself some grace on a week-to-week basis. Okay, maybe this week things didn't go to plan and you slept through the alarm and it didn't happen, right? And you went to training sessions versus the six that you'd normally do in summer. Okay, great. Next week, let's make it three. Let's get to three sessions. Let's build and just keep some level of consistency going. I think the biggest mistake we can make in terms of winter is it's almost like you switch everything off. It'd be like having a heated pool Right or like a pool that runs over some, and then all of a sudden you switch the heating off because you're like, well, it's it's too hard to keep it heated during winter when you switch it off, and then you got to get it cranked back up for summer. Like it's just requires so much more effort. It's harder. Like what what I'm getting at here, it's harder to 
get everything going again come September, October and get this flywheel of life going again than actually just keeping maintenance going during this period. And if you can wrap your head around that, I think it makes it will put you in a really, really advantageous position come you know Q4 of the calendar year this year. So once you get out of winter and you come in into the summer period and spring, you're going to be way ahead of everyone else. And you're going to feel better. You're going to be able to get back up to the level that you were operating at pre-winter. And that's why I think this notion like you talked about before, like you're going to hibernate in winter or you're going to dominate. Dominate is all about it's not you maybe you don't dominate in winter, but you stay consistent so that when winter turns and spring kicks back in and you're ready to nail the tail end of 2023, man, you're gonna crush it. Because you've think about it took 30% more work to do it in winter. Now when it comes into spring and summer, like I said, like everything just elevates really quickly, really rapidly because you've kept that momentum going. And I think for me, and again, it's kind of going back to the sport analogy, right? It's like during those off-season training sessions, that's where the money is made because that's where that's the scene that nobody really, you know, not too many people see those behind-the-scene moments where you're putting in that work. And for me, like that's what winter is. It's those behind-the-scenes work that you're putting into yourself so that when summer and spring come around, you're at a different level already. Whereas most people are starting to come out of hibernation they're just starting to roll the ball. You know, it's, it's going to be harder. Next thing you know, it's like by the time that they actually get the ball rolling, winters come around again. I feel like for me, like that's where a lot of people make the mistake. It's like maintain, you know, the level that you're at now, right? Or push it a little bit higher if you can, but make sure that you've got the ball rolling or you don't stop that ball from rolling because when you do, trying to kick it back up, it's going to be that much harder. Then if you just sort of, again, like what you said earlier, just sort of maintain it. And I'm wondering, like from your personal experience and all of that stuff, there's a lot of things happening in everybody's lives, especially around around winter. What is the biggest thing that you work on during this time of the year to make sure that, you know, the next quarter is on par or at a higher level so that you have a really, really strong momentum coming in to the new year? Yeah, good question. I spend more time during this period looking at like the notion of clarity, like getting clear on what do I want out of the second half of this year? What do I want, you know, towards the tail end of the year? Because like we said, winter, while it's challenging, it does bring a quite a higher level of quietness, calmness, and darkness. And in that, you can really, like if you step into and create your environments, right, there's, you can spend more time, what what I call like in the void, processing the stuff that's underneath because, man, it's dark at 5.30, right? Whereas in summer, it's not dark till 8.30. So you've got these hours and in the morning, you know, like it's dark when you get up, it's dark when you go to the gym, it's, you've got these opportunities to rather than fill it with noise and activities and trying to get shit done, I use those moments to really just to go in and go, okay, well, let's get clear on, man, like what the second half of this year means to you. And what, again, going back to what I shared before, I do review the first half of the year. I go, okay, well, what's serving? What's not serving? Okay, what are you going to do differently now for the second half to make it even better? 
And that's what creates perpetual growth, just continual evolution over and over and over again, rather than just checking out now and nothing happens. So I put a lot more emphasis and time into, hey, I'm maintaining, it requires 30% more effort, I'm okay with that. And I spend more time digging in to actually understand, okay, how am I going to make the second half of life, uh, second half of this year better than the first half? And then the final thing I'll throw in here is I'm big on environmental design. So I look at my environment and my environment will be different in winter than it is in summer. And what I mean by that is, you know, in winter, it's easy to reach for, like we said, you know, like the bad foods, the TV, the Netflix, the jumping on your phone and, you know, scrolling on Instagram and Facebook just to fill the void because it's uncomfortable, it's cold, you're lying in bed, you know, you might want to jump on the laptop or the iPad or the TV, etc. I eradicate all that. Like one of the things I'm doing at the moment is I lock my phone in the car when I get home. So I get home from work, from the office, I leave my phone in the car now and I lock the car. I don't get access to my phone until the morning when I'm driving off to CrossFit. And that's been a massive game changer for me because what I found was I found myself grabbing the phone every time I was about to head in to have a cold shower because what I learned about myself is I was scared. I was like nervous to have this cold shower like at night, like it's very fucking uncomfortable. And it's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm ready to go have a shower and I'd sort of grab my phone and I'd start checking emails or looking on, you know, the brotherhood on Slack and start responding to things. And I'm like, I question myself, I'm like, what are you doing, man? And that's when it clicked. I was like, you're avoiding going and doing what needs to be done. It'll still get done. But this big void patch, instead of the cold shower taking you know, a minute to prep, a minute to do, <laughs> and then a minute after, it was like 20 minutes of getting, you know, distracting my brain until it got to the point where it's like, man, it's getting late now. You've got to get this shower so you can get in bed and get to your, your normal sleep time. And also too, you know, like that's not a good behavior or habit, man, because I'm like, this is time I could be spending with chosen one. This is time I could be, you know, reading a book, et cetera. I can trick myself saying, well, I'm not watching TV and I'm not on YouTube and I'm not on Facebook, but it's like, dude, you're still on a device doing something that is not helping you evolve. And so I go, well, what's the best way to do this? And that's when it, it clicked. I was like, man, you lock your phone in your car. Like as soon as you get home, phone stays in the car. It shouldn't come out of your vehicle. It does not need to be in the house. I don't use it for an alarm. I don't use it for anything else other than you know contact and content, et cetera. So that's what I've been doing. So coming back to what I'm getting at here is it's these things, it's these environmental designs to help you create the best environment possible to enable you to continually evolve. That's Ben Sokeld and I'm Michael and this has been another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. Stay strong. So brother, thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. If you want to know more about Rising Kings, the methodology, the system, and how we do it, I highly recommend you register for one of our upcoming Rising Kings masterclasses. You can do this by heading to risingkings.com.au forward slash masterclass. 